0: Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes.
1: Everyone, he's a whale killer. He just told me he wants to kill whales. If you see a body wash up on the shores of Venice <laughs> Beach. it's
0: amazing how many things you say that could get you canceled that I keep close. But I say something <laughs> about whales, and all of a sudden <laughs> and it's a frenzy. And this
1: is unlearned the world, and you're listening to Ratchet and Woke. Ratchet and Woke. Ra- Ratchet and Woke. Ratchet and Woke.
0: Yes, it was a gift from my son. Should I give you other gifts from my son? Is that what we're doing?
1: Well, I just think I'm the token Star Wars fan of us both. (laughs)
0: First off, my father has nothing but Star Wars memorabilia, particularly of Darth Vader.
1: That's true. So, But you're also not your father, but that's true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I am your father.
0: <laughs> All right. Ratchet and Woke podcast. Welcome. Welcome. What's good? Shout out to everybody tapping in, tuning in. Spotify, The Block 105. Everywhere in the world, we are worldwide like... Uh,
1: like, like Amelia what? Earhart before she crashed and got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. Well, we don't Triangle. know if she
0: crashed. She, for all we know, she could have gotten abducted by aliens and be partying somewhere else. Ooh. So there's a theory there. but
1: Let's drop a breathless out beyond my Earhart wings <laughs> up
0: so yeah shout out to everybody tuning in there's a lot of going on there's a lot going on there's a
1: lot going on good bad ugly wonderful all the things first and
0: foremost rest in peace black rob first and foremost rest in peace shock g we just got the news like an hour ago um insanity insanity um i kind of want to do like an event like really talking about the culture of death within hip-hop and like how can we try to mitigate this because like yeah. too many legends have died to way too quick, and not even legends, but legends in the making over the last maybe three years, I could probably count 15 rappers who have died.
1: I know. That's I was a lot. talking <laughs> about this on our mental health Monday. And then what's real, um, pointed out that it, it could be true that there are other people in other genres of music that have passed. And we just don't know about it. Cause we don't keep our ear to the streets of reggae and country music, but at least how it appears to me as someone who is a connoisseur of hip-hop, it, it feels like we lose hip-hop artists and rappers at an alarming rate. It's been rate. one
0: rapper a week for the last three weeks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, fucked up. It's really crazy. So, and we know,
1: don't know what caused the death We don't know of,
0: anything with regard to Shock G. We don't really know anything about Black Rob and what happened there. But they
1: were in their, both in their 50s. Yes. So, so that seems young. like...
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, respectively, young. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's, it's you know, prayers and condolences to the family and everybody who, who he's personally influenced and touched and, and, and had the pleasure of getting to know and all of those things. It's really, it's just a sad, sad, you know, especially in the Bay Area, I think it hits different because he's a legend in the Bay and, yeah. like... He's responsible for, you know, breaking two. Black Rob is a like, legend
1: in New York. And Black so Rob,
0: was. yeah, he somewhat of a legend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, he had a smash record, you know what I'm saying, that was like, it, it, it created a moment, you know what I'm saying? If hip-hop, if there's anything that you need to understand about hip-hop, is that hip-hop is the platform or the arena for these kind of transcendent moments to
1: happen a series you know of like, moments and exactly. if you were in them it hits different than if you weren't
0: exactly so you know what i'm saying like i was i was just starting to go to clubs when black rob's whoa came out like i was just in college and that song came out and i remember like the energy of it and how it related to like everything in hip-hop same thing with dmx like i just remember that whole thing same thing with um You know, Shock G and and, and I Get Around and Humpty Dance and All Around the World and like some of the very classic digital underground records that like I get around is like my favorite.
1: (laughs) Honestly, probably like one of my top five tupac songs yeah I get seriously like, I like you know what
0: i'm saying and probably easily in like the top 100 hip-hop records it ever. should
1: be yeah 100%. definitely
0: you know what i'm saying so yeah rest in peace to everybody we've lost over the last three four weeks last year or two yeah as it relates to the hip-hop community and the hip-hop world but
1: i was listening to pop yeah. smoke's uh deluxe album today mm-hmm. just yeah my, one of my friends sent me a, a pop smoke song and I, and i just took me to listening to his entire catalog, and I was listening to the, that album in particular, and it was just like, dude, Pop Smoke was going to be so fucking dope. He already was so dope, like, lyrically, melodically, like, the way he wrote hooks and crafted songs, like, his energy, his ad-libs, the tone of his voice, like, everything about him, it just yeah. fucking sucks, because, like, it, at least and. Okay, so at least DMX in, in all got to live their prime, you know? Like yeah. Pop Smoke didn't get to live his prime at all. He was barely started at all and it just sucks to like not know what could have been.
0: Exactly. Like the potential. Like that's all we can like really ruminate about is like the, the lost potential of what it could have been, what 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 could have happened, what he could have brought forth. You know what I'm saying? And I think we feel that way a lot, a lot of younger artists who've passed on Juice World, Triple X. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. It's really...
1: I feel like, really you know, really even more grateful about. that, like, for artists, like, that have been shot and survived, you know, like, 50. Like, I'm so grateful that he's around and got to make so much great music. I and mean,
0: 50 Cent is a prime example of what could happen if it goes in your favor.
1: That's you see what, what I what mean? saying. That's what I was yeah. thinking about of mm-hmm. when I was listening to that today. I was like, you know... I think Pop Smoke did create an album that that is really legendary, but probably more so because he passed prior to it being released. Right. Right. Um, and I just think about all of '50s albums that he made that are like I still listen to to this day regularly when 100%. I want to, you know, like catch a certain vibe. And like, I just feel like Pop Smoke could have had another one of those albums, and it just we're deprived of that now, and it's just. You know, for me, the way I look at music is like, I'm always checking to see what new music is coming up because music is an essential part of my livelihood. Like I'm listening to music all day long, you know, right. so I'm always looking for something good and new that's going to be transcendent. And unfortunately, I haven't really got a ton of that throughout COVID. Um, and so when I do find an artist that I, that I gravitate towards that resonates with me, like it's like I have a relationship with them. You know, and I connect with them and then losing them is just, you know, it is, it's not like you losing a person you actually know, obviously, but you do feel, but they
0: do have, they, they hold real estate in your life. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what artists the you know what I'm saying? We as artists aspire to do. Um, there's artists who have that for us, you know what I'm saying? And it's just a matter of like, who holds real estate in your life and, and, and whether or not they're going to be able to continue that relationship with you as a, as a casual listener or as a full-on fan or whatever the case is but you know it's like one of those things was like damn you know like there 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 could have been a lot more to give in 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 cases like a pop smoke or a triple x or a juice world and then you know um in the case of shock g it's like what
1: king vaughn
0: King Vaughn, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, King. Like, some of the young boys, you know, we we, we, we mourn Mo the Peep, missed
1: Mac potential. Young too. Whereas
0: the OGs, it's like we wonder whether or not they they got their flowers or if people really appreciated them in a way that we feel they deserved, right? They just
1: deserve to live their retirement. They deserve to live into their old age and just, you know... Yeah,
0: I mean, 57 is young. 55 or whatever, these are young ages. You know what I'm saying? Respectively, these are really young. They're not like, you know, we're not hearing about like... I would love at some point to hear like, oh, rapper so and so who created this died at eighty five years old. Like Seriously. That's, you know what I'm saying? And it just feels like we it feels currently like we're we like not. Magic Johnson get
1: that. has like, AIDS and he's still alive. <laughs> oh, I shit, don't yeah. like it's a money thing. I don't know. Well we were just watching the Method Man and Red Man verses, and I was just saying how they don't look like they're fifty and fifty. Not at all. They like, don't they rap look like, they're, like that. you know what I'm saying? They don't I mean, it's rap just like, like that or look like that. They look like insane. our age. Yeah. Like my age. You know? They look yeah. like they're thirty. Like it's well, you look like my age also. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> Do I look twenty? Like fuck, all you men look, you look... like you're ten years <laughs> younger than you are. Like it's I
0: think insane. I think men get um Better with age. No, that's not hip-hop true. Hip-hop artists. No, certainly. I mean. Certain, but certain not all. Not, all. not all. So there's
1: the online, like, Damn, there's no. a lot of y'all who
0: hit 30 and that shit tanked for yeah, y'all. You know what I'm on. saying? Like, like, for real, once, for real. It's
1: like the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but yeah. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of y'all who, you know. But
1: speaking of the Method Man and Red Man verses, that was on 420. And I was, I mean, just, just, it's just interesting now being in 420, comparing how it used to be for me. When I was eighteen, to how it is for me when I'm thirty, and I mm-hmm. literally don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> you got shit to do. You're an adult now, so it's not like like just getting fucking high all day and celebrating and like going out with your friends. It's like you wake up and it's like shit. I got things. I got errands to run. I got meetings. Yeah. I got classes. It's like a whole last thing. Even so on it, like it a changes. birthday
1: or something, it's like I still do my. Sh- Even on my son's birthday, I still work. You know, like yeah. I can't just there's no holiday, especially not a fucking weed holiday that's gonna be like, ah eh, fuck making money today and being an adult, <laughs> I'm just gonna like get high and like be legit all day long like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, certain people are is, like
0: that. I don't know, but you know I'm not making any
1: judgments. No, I mean I think it's I think it's dope that there was a 420 event in Oakland. Um, shout out to True Justice for putting it on in Equipto and Amani and Naji performed there. So did Emerald Brown, uh, DJ Mike, um, more people, but I'm just happy to like from what I heard, it was like a really successful event, really fun. um, And it was just, you know, I'm just happy to see like things opening up if it's happening in like a safe way, you know, so I hope more of that comes over the next three months, which from what I've talked to with people that are event coordinators, it seems like people seem hopeful that we're gonna be able to have like more and more successful events. In the next three months.
0: Yeah. It's just a matter of just figuring out the venue situation. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of venues who we loved and enjoyed and had really great times are, are not going to be there anymore. So it's it's trying to figure out, like, who are the new venues? What are they doing with regard to local music, local arts community? Like, how are they getting us in the mix? Or if they're, like, all about the dollar bill and trying to bring in bigger things. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yeah, I it's think. An interesting.
1: I spoke to someone today, thing. and I'm going to leave out, you know identifying details and all but it's not when I spoke to him he was saying you know he's trying to definitely support the artist and definitely try and support the venue so it's just trying to find that balance but you know the whole reason why I want to throw events in the first place is to spotlight local artists because I know that it's going to be those big A-list acts that are going to come in and need to make back all their touring money they were expecting to make and then take all of the, take all of the, you know, dates at venues. But I also don't want to go back to performing at little fucking tiny ass shows. So it's like, how do we do that? How do we curate dope events that, you know, can, we can bring out local artists, but also not have to like rap on the streets. (laughs) I'm you know, not rapping on the streets. I will do the robot and be like the silver man. But you know it's interesting? In juggle it's, fish. It's just, it just
0: goes to show you like, I don't know. It, it, so, shout out Kosher Dills, right? Are you familiar with Kosher Dills?
1: The Pickles?
0: No. So, there's a rapper. <laughs> There's an independent artist by the name of Kosher Dill That's right?
1: a really dope name. And <laughs> I love
0: he, it. He, he's from New York. He has a, a really loyal following. He's had amazing opportunities to do music, to share stages with a lot of legendary artists. Don't you know I was seeing him rap in a Moses outfit on 14th Street the other day?
1: <laughs> Wait, why did you tell me this?
0: Because I just it just occurred to me because we we're talking about
1: Rapping not wanting
0: street. to rap in the streets. And I'm like, well... There are people who have really big followings who are rapping on the streets right No, you're
1: 100% right. What was that? um, There was one of the local artists that his name is escaping me right now, but he was like rapping on the BART and he got on like, you know.
0: Oh, Tone Oliver. Yeah, Tone Shout out to my man Tone Oliver. Yeah, so I mean,
1: people do it. I just personally, for me, and you were saying, you know, you were going to try and book events that didn't have a stage. And to me, it's like, I don't want to see either of us not perform, not elevating. And he's not saying that there isn't, merit in in performing in the streets and I know but, but for no, me but that's for like, not the position me I'm, I, see for, I myself.
0: for me and and for you I think we've paid enough dues where that's not necessary for us and we don't feel compelled to have to do it I don't right?
1: need to like I was having a conversation with another artist and he was Um, telling me, you know, it's like, have you ever freestyled before? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, have I? I don't, and and I didn't shut the fuck up. Like, I think the only words that came out of my mouth were in a freestyle from ages 17 to like 26, you know? So (laughs) for me, I don't freestyle anymore. And I try to, I mean, I do freestyle if I need to. I can tap into that freestyle for the kids, for whoever. But now I try to focus more on making music, on making videos, on, you know, building my brand, on marketing, like being able to create a, a fucking dope record with performance moments and things of that nature you know but I think for some people they never did the whole freestyling thing first yeah so it's exactly. just interesting in the same way people maybe didn't do the cyphers first people didn't do the street performances but I, first.
0: I think as an artist in the same way that you evolve as a human being where you can I'm, I'm of this new premise recently where you live many lifetimes within your lifetime oh, 100. You, are, you are different people at different stages in your life and I think that also applies that if you are of a creative nature if you are a Of a hip hop mindset. If you're a rapper, just like you've lived different lifetimes, you're going to live different rap lives. There was a rap life where all I did was freestyle and, and had people beatbox for me and be yo, on the Yo, this stoop is a TV show idea. This, this is shit. a
1: really good cartoon. You, you know what I can see this as being like a big mouth thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just, like, remember how they did a dog's life and the dog kept dying and being reborn again? Like, <laughs> exactly. it's a person that just keeps dying and then it's like, oh shit, now I'm Iggy Azalea. Fuck, oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a hell now of I'm different rapper's of lives. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> it's
0: crazy. You never what? know what mixed bag you're going to get with these rappers. That's a good know? idea,
1: yo. because like we were saying, rappers keep dying, so maybe that's like the way we got to. You know, we we have
0: to kind of find a way to cope through it. But my point is that like there was a there was a relationship that I had with rapping at a as a child that I have that I don't have now. You know what I mean? So it's just a different. You just have a different relationship with this craft of yours, right? Just because I I don't want to go to fucking Dolores Park and cipher every fucking Friday doesn't make me less of an MC.
1: No, of you course not. You understand what I'm
0: saying? Like it just doesn't make me less of an MC. And if that's your life and that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do.
1: Hell yeah! And people you know might people might have been in like, oh, I used to write all the time and I never got in front. Of, like I, I wasn't used to getting in front of people and freestyling and improvising. And now that's where I want to go. And you know, everyone's everyone's trajectory is fucking different. But exactly. Um, let's talk about the future of music. Yes, like, one of the most terrifying things that I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> in my oh, fucking shit. life what is all it? right brain chips and biometrics the future of how we'll consume music go ahead <laughs> remember when jimmy bovine bivine biovine whatever jimmy ivine yes <laughs> are you sure there's no b in there <laughs> i'm positive okay i think it's a jimmy B Ivine. when he you know signed when he when he was responsible for like the iPods, right? Like he, he, isn't he the one that kind of like, no,
0: he did beats by Dre. He's responsible okay, for, beats but he by saw Dre.
1: how iTunes was, how like LimeWire was now shifting into doing like digital streaming platforms. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah iTunes. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he was like, okay, this, like he, he jumped on that evolutionary music moment mm-hmm. for music history. So the next big move is going to be, there's going to, what they're claiming
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that they're going to be putting chips into your brain with biometric indicators that based on the mood that you're in will cre- curate playlists for you. So that if you wake up in the morning and you're feeling sad, it'll curate a happy playlist so that your brain releases dopamine and serotonin. Similarly to now how like you can link your like music up with, with maybe I think like an Apple Watch or something mm-hmm. so that if you're, there's certain apps that you can link your phone with so that if you're yeah, running, there's Yeah, people are not understanding
0: that everything that you are feeding the machine that is the internet right is all data that is being collected and the business of uh that data or amalgamating that data is the true business of understanding and trafficking in the souls of human beings.
1: But like That's what they're really, what really they're trying doing. to do is to make it so you never feel negative emotions. Like we're going to be That's like- That's another way hard-wise. of looking at it. No, it's what, it's what it's saying. It's like, it's, so it's called a neural link chip, a neural link chip, you know, yeah. like one L in between to be like clever yeah. or whatever. And so anytime that it senses you feeling a negative emotion, it'll curate music that will help you know, combat, to pacify you, right, Or, or if you're worried, you, then I'll be calming yeah, it music. it makes as, human beings increasingly more manageable. That's exactly what it says. <laughs> me, yeah, seriously, it's in, and then it's like like similar to what the interviewer just you're about to hear. Yeah, I won't. You know say that information before you hear it but basically like it's saying like you you have a gym workout it's gonna play upbeat stuff then you're on your taxi home okay now it's now it's time to stop listening to dmx rip you know and now it's start to <laughs> right. time listening to Day or some shit right, so exactly. you're time like, to chill the fuck out because you got to go to sleep the pesh mode here you yeah. go like, you know what I'm it's just yeah it's it all
0: this data that we are feeding the beast is they're analyzing to make you more manageable as a product uh, or as a as a producer as a as a cog in the wheel as a as a person on the proverbial hamster wheel that's all they're trying to do is like let me how how well can we pacify these people?
1: okay well it gets scarier <laughs> oh, so listen God. here we go so in 2019 warner brothers signed the algorithm assigned an algorithm for a 20 album deal for the app we've run which is the app i was just telling you about you know that can sync to your phone so it can tell if you're running or if you're not right um and guess who? Okay, so in in real time, so it, it adapts music in real time to your running cadence. Uh, Neuralink is a neuroscience startup founded by guess who? Guess who founded it? Bill Gates. The, the next psycho weirdo that's can take over the world? Trump. No, a smart one. Oh, Elon Musk. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> he's developing an audio chip that will enable users to stream music directly to their brain. <laughs> Spotify. Like, Holy this shit. is fucking half Like, this is this is probably, you know how you were saying, like, why are why are artists selling their entire catalog? And, like, there's certain weird things that are going on in the music industry right now. Like, yeah. I think it's some sketchy shit like this. Like, they're going to... It's going to be like Taylor Swift is going to be the... You know how when you got your iPhone and it was like Bon Jovi was, like, forced... Oh, no, it was YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, yeah. was, like, forced yeah. onto your phone. It's mm-hmm. going to be like Taylor Swift is, like, the first, you know album that you're forced to listen to in your brain chip. It's insanity. With subliminal messaging.
0: It's insanity. Like when you, was it your old car that started that one song every time you started the car?
1: No, that was because my iTunes would start and it was the yeah, first song
0: Exactly but, but I, now but I hate it. And exactly. it's my
1: song that I made. <laughs> but
0: that's my point. It's just it's gonna be the same thing It's like every the be by found default, all day, Yeah. By default. You yeah. know what I mean? It's oh just you know, it it it's a very wild world we live in. Isn't that is fascinating though? In the
1: craziest article I've ever fucking yeah. and the thing is like I had to really dig to find this. <laughs> like this wasn't like at the top of the list. Right. Because it's not something it, this is all like Projective, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not something that's currently happening, but things are in the works, and someone must have scraped this information together. Because yeah. like, this is frightening. I
0: mean, it's a it's a really good segue into Love, Death, and Robots, which is <gasps> yes! coming back. They have a second Woo! volume coming out. And Love, Death, and Robots, for anybody who hasn't seen it, is on Netflix. It's a wonderful cyberpunk-themed anthology of <gasps> all these different animated shorts. Um, so they're coming up with another version of it, uh, a, a second volume.
1: Babe, I just it, had yeah. a really good idea. Uh-huh. So you know how we're going to make... A collab album, Carrie Swisher, cyberpunk, yes. Afrofuturistic. Mm-hmm. We should watch that and have each one of the little, um what is it called? uh When it's just like a small vignette. Yes. Each vignette inspires a certain song in some way.
0: See, that's see, a good we're, idea. We're, we're, deep, we're yeah. deep in. We're deep diving. So like so,
1: like we have to watch them one by one, then stop, and then like get inspo, like write some words. Like exactly. Concepts like it it and has to be a
0: studio session. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally down. We can really put exciting. all the equipment in the living room and all types of shit. Like, just,
1: oh, my God. Yeah. We'll get, like, tons of lights. Yeah. Oh, we'll my just, God. Let's go fuck lit. right now. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, um, yeah.
1: so just I'm not bitches. So, yeah. I'm lost. So, um, I can tell your eyes. I'm so
0: <laughs> lost.
1: You're so excited for uh, Endless shit. Possibilities.
0: Endless it? Possibilities. No, I was bringing up the whole Cyberpunk and um, Love, Death, and Robots because it segues even more into Meg The Stallion reportedly taking a break. <gasps> She's on hiatus. Why does she, Love, Death, and Robots? Happen? She rolled out a hiatus with this post of like her in a as a machine in a tank. Oh, shit. And it says, shit. Megan is recharging. And it <gasps> does like this whole cool cyberpunk thing. She's like literally a robot in a tank recharging. I love it. So this it. is how she rolled out her hiatus.
1: But that has nothing to do with Love, Death, and the Robots. It's just a segue. It's just a segue okay. into thought, like that theme. I thought maybe she like partnered with them. No, no. Because that no, would be no, no. pretty cool. That'd be cool. Hot Girl Summer Robots. Ooh. Wow, that'd be really cool. Really okay, hot. I was in. Mm-hmm. Don't say that's hot. <laughs> I was in the parking lot the other day. And uh-huh. have you ever seen those things? That are like robot security. Parkings? yes yes what i've do seen they pictures do? of them like what what happens are they gonna I like, shoot really i have no I fucking
0: idea i don't know what they're there for i don't know how they it, it there's
1: very so aggressive. many
0: questions about it
1: yeah i was like I how so are you monitoring questions. the parking lot are you just taking pictures of my license plate it's are taking you... pictures
0: of your license plate it's taking pictures of your face it's running it through algorithmic profiles it's running it through an fbi database everything Right. Like this is the society that we live in. It's snuck in under us. Right. That new world order that everybody's been trying to predict and whatever, whatever, whatever. We're fucking in it. Seriously. Like this is why I've, this is like as, a, as an avid conspiracy theorist for years. This is why I don't believe in conspiracy theories anymore, because everybody's claiming that this thing that's going to happen with the government is so far off.
1: Brave it's new happened. world is happening.
0: It fucking happened. Okay,
1: I want your insight on this. So I was yes. talking to Vince Shore, who's a musician that we're collaborating on a song with, and he was like, we "We're both like hi. and he started getting deep dive with me, and I was like, yeah, "Whoa, yeah, yeah. shit! I don't even know how to respond to this. It's blowing my mind." He was saying how like he used to be in in a, a college class with a professor. It was like a social, like a social psychology class or something. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was, but he was he had everyone bring in like a three D comic book you know, that are, like, you know, in, with the glasses. And he yeah. was, like, what is what is happening? What are you looking at here? And it's, like, well, there's red and there's blue because, like, when you put the glasses on, it crosses, like, information into one mm-hmm. retina and then and, and, and the, the right. red inf- into the other. And he was saying that, like, that's pretty much exactly what's happening when you're looking at, like, things like the American flag that are, like, red and blue or, like, you're seeing propaganda on the news that are always flashing and, like, red and blue. Like, it does something, like, when it's entering your brain. And I don't know exactly how that works but i was curious if you knew anything cause you're well like, no i was actually man. really
0: I it, it was crazy because um in new york right i was i was in new york for a while uh we went to go see a movie i haven't seen I, we haven't been to a movie theater in in a year and yeah half. so we went to a movie theater and it was a 3d movie because we wanted to get the full-on movie experience so we're watching godzilla we'll versus watch the King worst Kong. Movie
1: ever, but- you know, oh yeah, but, never mind this. You is know, Godzilla this is versus good,
0: King then. Kong in 3D. And as I'm watching, and my man Steph, shout out Steph Reed. I'm looking through one eye, while I'm doing the camera one, camera two of my eyes, mm-hmm. and I'm noticing that they're they're different colors. And I, I was explaining to him, I said, I was saying exactly what you said. The our depth perception is based in these colors. So they have one eye covered with the other. But I said, if they know that about us, what can they certain colors will make us Perceive depth differently. Yeah. Right? It'll create optical illusions. Right. You see what I'm saying? So like they understand this and they use it in marketing yes to create optical illusions they create audio illusions right. in your ear like there's a lot of illusions being created and they study your psychology and you're not understanding of psychology you're not understanding of illusion you're not understanding well,
1: that's why like when you get summoned to jury duty if you're a social <laughs> if you're a sociologist or a social psychologist you are not allowed to to go to jury duty because really? you're, oh yeah My social psychologist teacher told me that. Anytime she wants to get out of jury duty, she just says that, and they won't because she's aware of all of these illusions in the world. Interesting. Like, you know, there's one that's like, depending on what race you are, you perceive the differences in your race like much clearer. You know, so like, you know, if you're a white person looking at an Asian person, you're like, ah, you all look the same. If you're an Asian person looking at a Latino person, you all look the same. You know, but to the the person in those mm-hmm. ethnicities no, i see vast differences obviously and right. so like you know if you're if you're if there's a lineup of people and all you know is their ethnic background the chances of you identifying them as the perpetrator is a lot higher if you're from not the same race as them
0: yeah so that's another yeah. ca- aspect Holy of shit. you know
1: social psychology that if you're aware yes. of that and you're in the jury you could just alert everyone in the jury to this phenomenon and be like nope this is bullshit and <laughs> fuck up their whole case which Holy seems like you would shit. want them to be in the jury but nah, no yeah, they want you to be manipulated engineering
0: it has nothing to do But with also fucking...
1: if we have a second yeah. talk about what your what your brother said about what uh, King Kong and Godzilla
0: Oh my god so shout out to my brother Eric I love you bro you are my fucking hero I can't say that enough Um I call him the Dominican Yoda cuz he always comes up with these very profound and insightful um moments and will casually move about the rest of his life <laughs> <laughs> the rest of his day is fine like you know what i'm saying so we went to see the same movie godzilla versus king kong and as we're leaving the place he goes i just find it interesting that you know it, the conspiracy the, the conspiracy the conspiratorial side of me is saying all right godzilla is asian right and people view king kong as a representation of the black man and it's just very interesting that this movie comes out at a time where there's there's issues between asian and black communities and now they're fighting each other in this movie and the white guys trying to figure out how to get rid of them and get them off the planet he and he was like all right i gotta go
1: yeah yeah no <laughs> like he just fucking real. dropped
0: this nugget of wisdom i'm like yo i didn't even do the science i didn't even peep that
1: and then i was and then that kind of segues it's okay if we go over time yeah, this will right. just be for our spotify listeners only yeah. um i was listening to this really dope interview today. Today from a podcast, Asians not Asians. There's there's two Asian guys that are from America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they great. interviewed Roy Wood Jr. from The Daily Show, and uh-huh. he also does that amazing comedy. Uh, Is this happening? That comedy, that sketch comedy show. Is yeah. this happening? Is that's what it's called? Right. Yes. Okay. So he they're interviewing Roy Wood Jr., who's a black man. For those of you that don't know, these two Asian men, and they're talking about like how do you how do you navigate through you know this this afro-asian solidarity and and how do you combat all of this these attacks on Asians if you're seeing a black man attacking an asian man as a black man are you expected to intervene and then it's like okay well if i intervene and a cop rolls up and they see two black men one is attacking the Asian man. One is not. The cops right, are not going right, to know. Right. They're just going to fucking do some sh- shit. Probably start shooting. You know, and, and you'll end up dead. And as a black man with a child, w- what is the responsible way yeah, to react yeah. to this? It's and a it's lot like, of nuances. Exactly. Involved. So and yeah. and no one really speaks on that. And I think it is important to be like as you know. And he was saying like as a Puerto Rican person, what do you do? As a white person, <laughs> what do you do? Like as right. a, you know, because the cops behave around you differently. One hundred percent. It's a very
0: nuanced. um, yeah,
1: right. And then he was also speaking on like, you know, he because ha- I listened to the full interview t- today. It was really interesting yeah. how Roy Wood Jr. has his kids um, and his son trying to learn Mandarin. Because um, he he has him in a in a Mandarin in- immersion immersion school, immersion school. Yeah. yeah. But he noticed, like, even this was even before all of this was going on. Um, it, it, he like many people wouldn't tutor his son. You know, they didn't want to tutor mm, him, and so I think there has been racism on both sides, and obviously racism with white. There's just racism everywhere. You know what right. I mean? But I think that the the thing to point out is someone is benefiting from this
0: who is that? Right. I mean it's, it's white supremacy. Yes. Racism is 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 founded upon white supremacy. Exactly. Because all other counter racism is related to white Heteronormative, yes. you know what I'm saying? Normative, like that being the status quo. Exactly. So everybody's fighting for their place in the pecking order. Exactly. And this is what like women and this is what's being leveraged. Same thing. Yes. This is what's being leveraged by the straight, nor- white man. Yes. To continue to keep people at bay and keep people controlled. It's it's a very it's, the,
1: it's all control, which is what we've just been talking mechanism. about. It's yeah. all it's it's once you're aware of this, it's so easy to be to say something like. You know, what black men are now being you know racist towards. If it's like mm-hmm. let's look at everything at, 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 like let's take a step back from everything and, yeah. and look at it. You know, like holistically. And I don't think people do that enough. In all accounts, people don't do that enough right. when it comes to politics. People are just like, meh, meh, and no one looks at all of the information historically. And it,
0: it's funny how, as individuals, we can recognize the, how the macro is so fucked up, but then we we also. Are part of the macro. Yes, yeah, it's one hundred percent.
1: It's like we could talk about all this, and yet in a second we're gonna go promote this on social media. <laughs> and we're gonna collect all of our data. Exactly, so we're it's all just, hypocrites.
0: Yeah, but we no, we're hacking into the matrix. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I see it. Like we're, you know, it, it's the matrix. We're fighting for the hearts and minds of, a, and and try to exchange ideas. And we're in the same. We're in the muck and the mire of it. You know? Well, really, so we have to, like, what it
1: is, is we've all been fucking traumatized since birth. It's we've been traumatized historically. Yeah. And next week, we should do a deep dive on like aligning chakras because like starting with the root chakra because my yeah. my theory is that everyone's root chakra is misaligned <laughs> because we've all been traumatized since the day we burst from the womb in our fucked up medical industry. So yeah. <laughs> that's another deep dive.
0: Yeah. Let, should we get into the Coney interview? Yeah, okay. let's yep. do it. Let's do it. Boom. We're recording. We live. We lit. Here we are with the man himself, my man Coney. Um, you wanna do your intro? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've been hearing
1: <laughs> a lot of great things about you. Got connected through your manager. Uh and and I was, you know, checking out your music, checking out, you know, social media. It sounds like you're doing really big things from out in New Jersey. Um, so you've been featured on a ton of, you know, really big. Platforms, Fox, CBS, Billboard. So I'm super stoked to have you here. Um, for people that don't know who you are, you want to go ahead and give yourself an intro, cover any bases that I didn't cover.
2: Oh wow, man, you guys made me seem like I'm lit. <laughs> I
1: appreciate That's you, our guys. job. That's our job. That's the whole
2: point. you guys so much. <laughs> I'm staring like, damn, I did all that shit.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yo, man, I go by the name McConey. I'm 25. You know what I'm saying? I'm the voice of the voiceless, I'm the voice of the broken. I speak for the ones who can't be heard. I speak for the ones who've been told no in life, you know? So music just saved my life, man. So I don't know how to say it, man. I'm just...
0: Where in Jersey are you
2: I'm from Linden, New Jersey.
0: Okay, is that like Central Jersey? Yeah, that's like by Newark area. Okay, yeah, yeah, Okay. You know he was what I'm literally
1: in Jersey I like, was just on in Sunday. Jersey. I was just
0: in like Hackensack and, and all of that, like the like, like
2: oh like, where that's like what 30 minutes out and, sh- yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Exactly. You, also you, you also you was where the born stuff in Jersey. at? If you born up there, the
0: shopping malls and, and, oh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, you, oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, you gotta come down to the trenches a little bit. Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, I don't fuck with y'all <laughs> central <laughs> Jersey niggas. Like, I can't you know what I'm saying? Like Newark, Camden, I can't do it. Like, nah, yeah, <laughs> I already be knowing. Uh, East Orange, uh-huh. I'd already be knowing. Like I'm not. Yeah, in there, you know already yeah, on like, <laughs> I'm not on that time. Like <laughs> yeah, <y'all are> crazy. <laughs> He yeah, you knows Jersey for real. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. For real. He's from yeah, New, New York. York. Are you from New York? Yeah, yeah. I was born and raised out there. But no, I, I definitely, I definitely, I usually live in Anglewood for like two years. But I know, I know. Oh, Jersey. yeah. I know people in Jersey like. Oh, man. Dang, man. <laughs> with the shits. But yeah, man. um, Just tell us like your, your, your superhero or, origin story. Like how you started. Like what, what, what vibes was, was, were you listening to that made you want to rap to begin with? um how you you know how you started your career where your career is now versus where it started all those things
2: yeah so i started writing music um in 2011 you know what i'm saying i was dealing with depression losing my grandmother to pancreatic cancer you know i was this kid in in high school that used to walk around with a yellow notebook and in my stories and my poems like I switch my sex, you know what I'm saying? Like, I make my dad, my mom, and my brother, my sister. It's like yeah. saying, because in yeah, case just... that nobody get lost, people won't feel sorry for me. So I make it indirect, but direct to me, you know what I'm yeah, saying? What saying? So, yes. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, again, I say I'm the voice of the voiceless. I dealt with depression. I dealt with pills, addiction, everything, you know? And But every day I stand strong, I'm still healing. I'm still fighting demons and stuff like that. 2014 um i got my first radio waves um on hot 97 and you know like just kept working kept working kept working because the type of music i did was poetry because i didn't have a flow you know what i'm saying so i would like speak my poetry on rap beats on r&b beats and it just started going crazy because you felt the emotion and then i feel like now we here, you know? I, yeah, Hot 97,
0: <laughs> that's a look. That's like, you know what Seriously. I'm saying? Like, for any artist, especially if you come up in New York, you already know the mm-hmm. relevance of Hot 97 to the culture and, like, what it's done. So to hear your music on Hot 97 is, like, that's almost an out-of-body experience. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, crazy. What, I mean, did you hear it? Or did people call you, like, yo, your shit is on Hot 97 right now? Like, were you... Nah. Did you ...know it was going to go on?
2: I didn't. I just mm-hmm. heard it and Whoa. stuff like that. But um, when I got the DJ Envy co um. That's when my stuff started going crazy when cuz I'm I woke up to my phone like blowing up. I'm like what is <laughs> going on?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Everybody texting me, Twitter, everything like DJ Envy's talking about. you. I'm like what? So yeah, I go on my um Yeah, shout DJ Envy, man. So I go to my um Twitter because I used to be on Twitter heavy and I just see him saying "Kony da da da." I was like, "Wow, like
0: holy shit."
2: Yeah, I'm just like, wow, you know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so then, actually, so I think what would be really helpful for, like, a lot of artists who listen to our podcast, right, like, just talk about that. Talk about having, like, a regional record that that people are starting to fuck with, that you're getting co-signed on. Like, what does that do in terms of the shift and the change in your career, in your personal life? Like, what does that do? Like, when you lit like that, like, how does that change your social dynamic?
2: You see... Like, growing up, I didn't really know how much weight a cosign holds. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what a cosign was. But just last week, um, last Thursday, the game just cosigned me. Like, I don't know if you guys went on my um, page and saw the video. Like, he he did a whole video driving, just bumping my music in the background. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, if you guys have a second, it's the second video on my page. He was just saying, like, do your shit, Coney. Like, do your fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and it was just like, yo, he's in Cali. He's hearing my, like, my song. You know what I'm saying? It, like, it just shows you that, like, people are in tune. And before the game, two months ago, Zaytoven, I also got the um, video on my page. That just shows, like, people that you're serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to invest sure. in your craft. You got to show that people that, okay, these are the people who are supporting what I do. So, as long as you know, I our, our generation is stupid. I'm sorry to say it's not me, Not Our generation bit. is is our generation is watered down. You know what I'm saying? They hop on trends. You know, I could drop a song right now, it may not get the attention it does, but I could drop a song and get the press and get a couple coke signs, Like, oh wow, like. How come all these people are hopping on this song? And let me go check this song out. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I always said, friends and family don't support you until strangers start to celebrate you. And hey. that, like you know what I'm saying.
0: That's mm-hmm. facts. And then they're all yeah, about so, you, and they want to be like all on the guest list.
2: And of course, of course, yeah, they, they
0: want to be good. lit like you. They want bottle service. It's they ordering, bullshit. they ordering more bottles than you. And you like, fam, you don't even like. You I wasn't in the gym. You wasn't I shooting with you. me in the gym. Like you're embarrassing the fuck. Me. You're <laughs> the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: For real. Uh-huh. For real, yeah. So, you know, a cosign just, like, like, it puts you from being average a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just puts you to another level than regular artists. But you still got to do the same work. You still got to stay consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now it's just, like, p- people think that because you have a cosign and all the looks means that you slow down. Not, that means that you got to mm-hmm. work twice as hard.
0: So what? So what's that grind like for you? So you got these cosigns. You got DJ Envy hollering at you. You got the game bumping your music and whatever he's driving this week—Lamborghini or Phantom, or you know what I'm saying, <laughs> whatever. So what does that? So what does that mean for for Coney? When Coney gets all these cosigns, what's the grind like at that point? Are you back in the studio more? Are you trying to do more music videos? Like, what's what's that looking like for you?
2: Yo, if I tell you guys something, you guys probably won't believe me, bro. Like. Coney that does not sleep, bro. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, I do not sleep. Like, I, bro, like, I have over 150 unreleased songs in my phone right now. Like, oh, I good. swear on my dad, grandfather, and I'm saying 150. Like, these last three days, I've been locked in the studio from 1 p.m. to 3, 4 in the morning, just creating, just creating, just creating. Like, you know, like, it's just like, I, I refuse to be at work, bro, because there's so many artists trying to do music. Like, what... Set you aside. Like, you know what I'm saying? Totally. That's what I in my head. Like, what set you aside? Like, I'll be the first one in the studio and the last one out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I treat this music stuff just like a job. Like, I don't have it's no income on my, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is my job. This is my job. You know what I'm saying? So, with a so catalog,
0: like, yeah, so with not to cut you off, but with a catalog of 150 songs, right? Like, all hits, what, too. All bangers. Yeah, every rapper going to say that. I'm telling you that. All hits. Like, I'm telling you All of my favorite rappers was like, yo, 14 track album, all singles. <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> B-sides. Guys, no B sides. Exactly. No B sides. <laughs> no. Nah, and you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but with 150, right? Like, what do you, what is your process in terms of like, Going sifting through that kind of catalog, right? Like, are you are you saying, all right, these are the songs set aside for this album? These are the Lucys that I'm gonna do. Like, what what's your what's your process in all that?
2: You know, yo, bro, it's just creating because I was watching this interview four years ago. Chris Brown is my favorite artist. That's okay. my favorite artist. Dropping
0: like yeah, he sixty song theater. albums. Yeah. <laughs> like, this shit is crazy. That
2: man's a machine, and he said um, he has enough music. To drop 600 albums if you wanted to. He said he has over 700 unreleased songs. And then in my head, I'm like, damn, because some artists just record a song just to drop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, believe it or not, you guys are not going to believe me. I haven't dropped music since 2019. Oh,
0: so, shit. so, so that last with? album, yeah,
2: that last album you heard was the last time I dropped any music because of the um distribution and I deal I had with equity that's last time I dropped music but because me I'm very good at marketing like I'm still repeat like I'm still receiving blessings off my 2019 project
0: okay you know what I'm saying okay. like
2: I let yeah I'm still receiving blessings like you know what I'm saying so it's just like the stuff that you see on my page a little music video all my music videos on my page are only one minute to two minute song so it's like okay how I move is like I'm dropping content to, to feed my audience. Because if you're hungry, right, right you're just going to eat, right? But if you're full, you're not going to force you yourself to full, right? I don't over drop new content. The videos I drop is to show them, okay, which way should I go in case I drop another album project. So right. I dropped a couple videos, whatever and I'm saying, that's two minutes long. And the songs that get the most reactions are the ones that's on the next album like uh, so you do what i'm saying
0: okay yeah Yeah. 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 there's a crowd. there's a method to your madness
1: so when so chess not
0: checkers yeah
1: go 100. for it so if you're able to like if you if you can just churn out music in that way and you can just sit in the studio up all night you don't need sleep you're like a i don't know like a energizer bunny what's your like we were just talking about this like yeah. the ability to be able to just tap into your greatness and your talent from whenever you need it what is that like for you? Do you feel like you've just been naturally gifted at this since you were younger, you've always been artistic? Mm-mm. Or did you learn how to tap into your process to be able to, you know, write a song, record a song whenever you need to?
2: Again, I don't know if you guys um heard some of my music on my page and everything. I don't talk about no guns. I don't talk about no streets. I don't talk about shit that I don't know. So my writing process is I have to reopen old wounds. Mm-hmm. like. I, I have to reopen old scars and everything to really, you know what I'm saying? Because I talk about only things that I know, pain, hurt, struggle, love, loss, pain. Like, my music is the type of music, if you're a female, because I make music off of females. If you're a female, you go to a club, right? Right? And after mm-hmm. you leave the club at 3, 4 in the morning, when you get in your car, you're not going to want to hear no trap shit. That's when you <laughs> go oh, I'm dead that. serious. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've been in the club for two, three hours hearing hard rapping, sh- hard rapping shit. My music is gonna tell an eye because at those three AM thoughts is when I c- come in. Uh, at those three AM, it, everyone's yeah, trying is to be the
1: twelve AM music, and you're you're gonna fill in the uh, three AM slot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna sit here and right?
2: make you cry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because I talk about the shit I've been through. So my writing process is like I like i write all my music like a lot of people ask me like, you write all your music yeah i write all my music i talk about me that's why i told you in the beginning i'm the voice of the broken i'm the voice of the voiceless you know what i'm saying
0: yeah. no i feel you so speak about i mean because you we're kind of segueing into like a mental health conversation right when you talk about like you're opening these all these old wounds in order to produce the content and, and to speak from an authentic space right but to talk about just like the entire process of going through old wounds and, and and having to deal with those feelings and those emotions again are you do you also go see, do, do you also seek therapy are you also doing other mental health things aside from we music we love
1: therapy that's why we, yeah, we're like just, huge advocates
0: of therapy because everyone's really um, funny yeah, you guys don't but want to get into
2: the topic of therapy because we're yeah i see mean it I, I, that because base.
0: it's interesting when you when you say like you have to because that I I believe in that. I think that artists have to... They need in one level or another to go through that catharsis of processing something that's happened to them or something they've experienced and just be able to articulate that, right? But then you're left with those feelings. And then if the song is one of those songs that people really enjoy and you have to hit the road and do shows and tours and all of that, you have to go back into that space every time you're doing that song. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, talk about... you process processing I, that and like does that wane on you or are you getting help elsewhere like what what is that looking like for you in terms yeah. of mental health and you want
1: stuff? to hire me as your health
0: professional um
2: last thursday right
0: mm-hmm.
2: i just had my last show in jersey i headlined it and on stage i broke down mm. i broke down and cried because of that song that i was singing you know as an artist like it's hard to keep reading visiting your past because you have to relearn how to heal yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it's hard, but that's what we sign up for and everything. And um, I usually, when writing deep songs, it depends on the beat. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The beat speaks to the artist first. Like the beat speaks to the artist. Like I can't hear just any beat and just be like, oh my God, I'm so, nah, like it's like the beat has to speak to you. And I'm saying, music is a feeling.
0: It's almost like, like the beat
2: gives you the words, almost. You yeah, know yeah. The saying? beat does. Like, yeah. So, you know then what I mean?
1: where do you? Who do you go to? Do you do you produce your own beats? Do you have friends that, or like, do you have your producers that you always go to? What's that like for you? That process. Of you that? know, the right
2: you position? support other artists who's on the rise. You know what I'm saying, like, um sometimes I hear a beat on YouTube. I like it. I buy it. Like, I just sent Safaria Joint. Um, you know what I'm saying two days ago yeah yo i sent him some caribbean joint. he like <laughs> you know me mean? he fucking with, it.
0: Yeah, he, fuck with he, it he on his labor day shit with it like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he you know bugging it? everything, he <laughs> bugging
2: on labor Day, yeah so you know like i support like i support if you send me a beat i rap on it like you know like i mean i show love man like i'm not as big as an artist like to put niggas on and shit you know what i mean but like right. if i can i will you know what i mean It's just mutually
0: beneficial i think at this level for like any artist on the come up with a co-sign or not like i think it's just you you do good business like i see you moving you see me moving we work you know what i'm saying and then it's one hand washing the other you know again
1: you've gotten i mean so when you were featured on all these different news platforms i was curious is that like you're getting interviewed on them or your songs are getting placed onto them
2: it's like you know this game is politics you know what I'm saying like the music industry is one of the fakest industries ever you know what I'm saying like I it's all part. fake mm-hmm. so it is just like it's about who you know like it's built you know, it's about relationship and when you do these interviews these big platforms sometimes you do it over the phone sometimes you do it through email it's a they ask you a couple questions it's a 2 3 day turnaround times you know like it's just like everything costs that's what i'm gonna say Everything's is cost, you know, know what i'm saying everything costs it's like unless you build a perfect relationship but then again they do their research because they're not just gonna put anybody on there like if you are just a new artist what do you got to show right. like you know what i'm they saying the
1: story so you have to have some like sort you, of- like
2: you just yeah
1: and then, so the reason I asked mm-hmm. is because, I mean, I saw that you also got on like billboard and stuff like that. So yeah. are you using beats that are like, you know, are you in the whole sync licensing game? Is that where you're headed or not? That's not really your, your lane right now.
2: <laughs> you're to be honest with you. Now nah, I'm not really into that. Like I'm really not into that know why because i'm so focused on that bro if i buy a beat i buy a beat if i don't i don't i'm putting it out there and i'm saying because fame is not my goal like fame is not my goal again in the beginning i just told you guys i did music just to get out of a state of depression like i did not know all this w- was gonna happen like you know what i'm saying so if i switch my m- mentality to focus on fame, I'm going to lose track of my end goal. I want to mm. finish helping people, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, fame happening happens. Fuck it. If it don't, it don't. If I make it, I make it. If I don't, I don't. At the end of the day, I know the impact I had in people's life. I know my music. Like, you know what I'm saying? All this that I'm oh, having with music. the billboards and everything, it's just a plus because I didn't see that shit coming, like, you know what I'm saying? So I can't I mean, I'm happy, but am I really excited? I just don't live in moments. That's just the type of person I am. Like, I don't live in moments, you know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, we were talking, I was talking about this, too, with with Unlearn the other day. Like, what, I mean, there's so many components of being an artist. Like, what about being an artist drives you? Like, I I was saying, like, I love, I really want to tour. Like, have a dope-ass international tour. I want to make music for movies because I love movies and cinema. And I want to, you know, like. You're an artist, too? Yeah, we both are.
2: What? Yeah. <laughs> yo, we, let me we get we a, rap
0: a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that. Nah, I, yeah, nah, I got you. I, I, I'll i send you a Keep beat pack you. and all that. Yeah, I say oh, yeah. no more.
1: We working. That's We're hard. Working. Yeah, But I mean, the reason why is like what, I mean, and it sounds like for you, what drives you as an artist is you want to really impact people's individual lives. So like, what is your big goal? Like, what do you want out of all of this? What's the energy <laughs> you're talking about? I'm
2: trying to win a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's it's going to happen. There you it's I Listen, it's gonna happen, bro I'm telling you Listen, I never had this feeling This year been my best year musically ever Like, I don't think you understand Like, this year been a crazy year Straight from January, you know Like, I'm so calculated Like, I write down all my goals, man Like, mm. and I've been attacking I just it's, impl- attacking. Yeah, it's
0: important to write down your goals mm. Like, I used to, like, kind of, like Hate on it for a minute Like, nah, I got it all up here But you write it out You're already taking that creative energy And you're putting it out in the universe So it's important to write Yeah, down.
2: bro That right there, like this year, like God has a blessing coming. I just been feeling it. Like I'm talking to like, like my DMs. I get a lot of DMs, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's to the point where I don't even open them, right? I'm talking to artists that I used to grow up in. When I came from school, and I'm, I can't wait to come from school to watch 106 and Park and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And now I'm Mm -hmm. speaking to them. Like they DM me like, "Yo, watching the number." We're on the phone. I built like I'm trying to build relationships with them i'm in jersey and they're in cali atl like now i'm saying and they're reaching out because now i'm saying stay focused on my end goal is to heal Now i'm saying it's just like it's crazy man like i'm gonna win a grammy i'm gonna win, i'm gonna win a grammy
1: that's dope though. <laughs> that's dope to be able to like you know watch someone on tv that you admire and then crazy have you want your number what that's just <laughs> wild i think i would be like, if it was someone that I really, yeah, I would say some weird experience. shit, because I'm weird around <laughs> yo, i Yo, it's been crazy. So I don't know how to act, Bro, me. like,
2: you know how I felt last week, um, last Friday or Thursday, when I got the video from the game he's in, driving, bumping my shit, talking about do your shit. Oh, Coney doing his shit this year. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> know what I'm saying? I grew up, yo, I'm 25. Yeah. You Know what I mean? Yeah, I'm young, crazy. man. I'm twenty five. Yeah, he
1: wants you because the game wants to stay young, you know? So he, he needs you.
2: He's tapped in. Yeah. Yeah. Shit crazy, bro. That shit <laughs> crazy.
0: So for you, do you see yourself like as a future Grammy winner, right? Do you see yourself winning as an artist or more as a writer writing for other people or whatever the case is? Like where where do you see yourself in in, in, in the big picture? I'm gonna
2: tell y'all something that nobody never knows. All right. Oh, you never know. Hey, exclusive shit. shit
0: yeah
2: yo i don't want to be in front of the cameras bro my whole end goal and everything right is to win a grammy and then go behind the music but before i go behind the music i have to be in front of the cameras so like i make a name for myself dream neo sway lee they have to yeah. be in front of the camera and drop their own stuff now they're behind the music and that's where the money is they're writing for Beyonce and all these artists. Mm-hmm. I wanna right. be behind the music. You know what I'm saying? I wanna be an AR. I wanna be a writer. I wanna, you know, produce. I wanna do that. Like, I wanna manage artists. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I wanna be behind the music. Fuck the in front of the camera. Like, I'm doing it now because I have to. I have to, yo, I have to get stamped. Like, I'm saying?
0: Right. It's, it's funny because, like, we, from the outside, a lot of people look at artists as like they're the glamorous ones, right? And then for mm-hmm. the artists, especially if you're entrepreneurial minded, right? You recognize that the art being the artist is like the mailroom of the entertainment industry, you know what I'm saying? But the rest yeah. of the world sees it like you at the top of the building. It's and a really you have, like, interesting no control perspective, as the artist. Yeah, especially like assigned to a major label and you're not label, yeah. Self, like that's you're literally in the mailroom. You know what I'm saying? And then it just mm-hmm. seems popping. It's interesting.
2: Young Bird, what? One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yo, he's touching so much money right now. It's crazy, and a
2: lot it's of really people don't know that he crazy. produced. Have this shit on the radio right now,
0: bro. One hundred percent. Like they, they, they have no what? idea. Like if you were just don't know following that following Youngberg and you didn't know yeah. that he was a rapper before, like you're dancing to everything this dude well, produces. And we
1: were just yeah, talking about everything, bro. Too like, yeah. sci-fi, like, sci-fi like High to Prince to drop is an, another one. An album yeah. And yeah. For like everyone, you know. But it's nice because then you can like walk outside and not be bombarded and not have all the fucking tabloids up your ass. And
2: you don't even it. know. And you yeah. don't even know that like one song costs. 15 times your rent. <laughs> you know what I'm yes, saying?
0: That's exactly. Right. In terms of like marketing and all the money that they put into it, just to have you know the song, it's right. And really credit.
2: credit, like, you know great. what I'm saying? Yo, like, it's just so low key. Like, if you win a Grammy or, off the song, then I win a Grammy off the song for the credits and everything. Like,
0: yeah.
2: like, you spin the shit on the radio, I'm getting paid. You know what I'm saying? And nobody yeah.
0: knows that. It's dope.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, no, you might have the secret to success right here. I mean, I, I like that because yeah. I want to be able, like, a course, keep it
0: like, low Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, you don't, you're not, you're not harassed. People ain't in your mentions all crazy. Like, you know, you have enough respect that you can feel gratified with it. But then right. and you can step out the house too, exactly. exactly.
1: And it's like I think that I mean, for me, I've always wanted to be successful as an independent artist because I just. Like, I don't want to have people coming for me and, like, digging up old shit from my past and, like, putting you up think so? new <laughs> pictures of me on the internet. Like, I know I got people that are ready to, like, put all my shit on blast. Yep. if I. They're waiting
0: they in the wings. Yeah, yeah I know. Like so, I know I'm a, I'm, going I'm to catch a lick and I got, like, five lawsuits. Yeah. Off the rip. <laughs> so you want to be so, okay,
2: if you get the opportunity to get signed to a major label, you're going to say no?
1: I, I mean, fuck. I it, would a I it would have to be a yeah, partnership. It would have to be a partnership. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't.
0: It can't be just like a regular artist deal. I think there's too, too many
1: artists are too small.
2: Your life could change right now. Nah, I wouldn't say no, right but yeah. like, uh, exactly. like,
1: I hope that, that's just, that I don't have to make that choice and I can just no, make my you money need like that. show the product or someone like, I, it just seems to me like Tech Nine, you know, like to be that successful running your own label and it's small and, like, you, you make money off your merch and, like, you have your fans that really fuck with yeah, you. Yeah,
2: but it's harder than you think, though. Oh,
1: way harder. Yeah, much way harder than you think. Harder.
2: It's
0: much harder to go the independent route than it is what? to just kind of get yeah, signed to a major work. deal. But with that said, you get a lot of upfront money in the major deal, but you get screwed on the back end, so it's yep. like you, get a, you get a blip in your life. Like you get a, you'll be lit for three years, but then after that, it's gonna be harder hard hard to secure back. those yeah. bags. You know what I'm saying? And You already in debt to the label. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they ain't trying to put none of your shit out because you cold you cold water. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's, it's it's it becomes tough after three years. But you, so you,
2: so like yeah. So uh, again, if you were presented a deal to Atlantic, right? Mm-hmm. I let, let let's keep it gangster. You gonna be like Mm, I want to go to the
0: independent round. Fuck no. <laughs> nah, but bro, we got to see bro. the numbers. We got to see the numbers. It got to make bro, sense. Like, at that see, point, like, you want to say, fuck the numbers. A, I'm an older, older dude. They don't market to people like me. They ain't trying to sign older dudes and they like past 35 who kind of can ask questions that the average 20-year-old is going to... You know what I'm saying? I'm going to ask about splits. I'm going to ask about like all the shit that they probably don't want to give me answers to. Whereas the 21-year-old who's coming out the hood is like, yo, we... Fuck it! What you talking yeah. about? Yeah, like we just getting this shit popping. So it's yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. Yo, bro.
2: Dynamic. So you telling me that you're that you're gonna have all these questions when possibly your life could change?
0: Yeah. <laughs> because it's my my life is gonna change for how long, <laughs> bro? Hey bro. yo, I'm old, <laughs> like I'm like I'm telling you, I'm an old and washed nigga. I'm used I'm to almost work forty. At you know stuff, what I'm so saying? Like yeah, like I, you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen, I've under, I understand. Like I came up in the music industry. I used to work and intern at Loud, intern at Bad Boy, worked at Warner Music. Like I came up trying to get. Oh, shit that's hard. Me. So I understand. Well, all for you the flood. <laughs> Low key, but not like you know. Not, you know I gotta put myself over. You first. You're you, you know what I'm saying? Some
1: shit, though,
0: I, know, <laughs> I know enough to know how to play the game in a way that makes me the best person that I could be. I know that I couldn't I couldn't be in this game the way that I wanted to at 21 when I was 21, because I would have fucked off all the money. You
1: did fuck off all the money. I
0: did fuck off all the money. You fuck already mean, you know money. what I'm saying. I didn't even have shit. Like it's it's so funny how it works that way. So I'm older and because I'm older, I I I as as in, in principle, I can't just accept whatever they give me or do it without questioning certain things that i'm just gonna be like you know even if that money's dangling like yo if i could change my whole family's All life tomorrow let's like, do this coney
1: let's make a bet right now it. i bet that if that deal is presented to him he will take it
2: he's taking that shit fuck, fuck right. yo yeah, this y'all coming for
0: this me this like, try try don't be, i don't even deep. understand like i turned
1: the tables because it was on me
0: oh shit he's he gonna say
2: sign this shit right now fuck anything else
0: I yeah. am right, <laughs> no, gonna hit you, y'all, like, you got got me fucked up. y'all got me fucked up <laughs> but Coney it's been really it's been really cool chatting with you man and, 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 and just chopping it up about this industry and all that shit shout out all the social medias everything else you got going moving forward people know just let them know all that shit.
2: Now I'm saying, man, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. This shit was dope. Now I mean, make right. sure you guys follow me on the gram because I want to check out your music too. But um, yeah. I'm heavy on Instagram at Day Scream underscore coney, you know what I'm saying? That's the only social media i will be on. Like, Ooh, okay. I don't be on Twitter, I'll be on Facebook, I'll be on MySpace, just <laughs> <laughs> IG. Now I'm saying
0: were you even alive yeah. you were like five. Nah, seriously, both y'all tight scream
2: underscore coney, man. I appreciate y'all, know what I'm saying.
0: For real. Thank you, bro. We'll, we'll tap in with you soon. Peace. Love, man. Indeed, indeed. Yo, make sure podcast. that you take
2: that deal offered, bro.
0: <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll, 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 I'll let you see All right, it. Kid. I mean, Ratchet and Woke Podcast. Right, yeah. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Email us. Question, comments, topics. Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. Unlearn the world.
1: Lil MC. My
0: man Coney. we out of here. Peace, peace.
1: Peace. Alright, man. Have